Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. About that time to head out to Vegas because on the line right now is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. He is on X at Ryan Horvat. Just the one T. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. We have him right now from Vegas. Vegas, five days. It's a marathon in Vegas for five days. Ryan, what's the word, man? How, how, how are you holding up? Let me just ask that. Doing good. Still uh, still alive, which is always good. Hopefully uh, I sound okay because I we're in Mandalay Bay. That's where we're broadcasting, man, and it's just absolutely insane. Like the people that you're running into out here last night, we were at the roulette table with George Kittle's agent, Robert Tunyon's agent. Uh, we ran into Todd Gurley. Uh, my buddy told him that well, he thanked him for winning them his fantasy league back in 2018. Really was really cool. Uh, and then we saw Bruno Mars, man, which was one nice. of the better shows that I've ever seen. Dude is just an entertainer. And so it's been a, it's been a good time, ready for the game, and uh, ready to get back home to real life, though, too. How's Todd Gurley holding up, man? I, I miss him. I miss him. He was unbelievable there for those few years. Well, I told him me and him have one thing in common, arthritis. Uh, <laughs> he looked good, though. <laughs> you have arthritis? <laughs> he looked is that right? So a good. Oh, yeah, so quick story on that. Last year at the Super Bowl in Phoenix, uh, went to get off my airplane, couldn't move, and I was like a madman on the Peloton uh, for a couple months and getting back into my workouts like it was like my playing days all over again at Western Illinois. And uh, I was like, man, I must have torn my groin or something. Go to the doctor, uh, and I found out that I had hip arthritis, actually. Oh, I broke my leg a couple times. Damn. But – you know, I'm in my early 30s, and so the doctor was like, well, you don't have to worry about, like, arthritis or anything, but we're just going to take the x-ray anyway. Takes the x-ray. He's like, yeah, about that, man. You got uh, you got arthritis. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. So my whole goal is just not to have this freaking hip replaced, you know, and, and that's yep. the crazy thing about it. They're like, you know, some people get it replaced. Some people don't have any issues with it. And uh, it's, it's funny because, like, a year straight now, I've actually been, like, just stretching, doing PT and feeling much better and then today woke up a little bit sore. So it must just be like a Super Bowl thing, or maybe it's just a uh, February thing, I guess. No, it blows me away, and people are usually blown away by this. I played right guard, right tackle, left tackle, center, started yeah. all those positions, even played left guard at one point. It's the only position I didn't start at. I had 51 starts at the University of Memphis. Never had a surgery uh, playing wow. online. I was literally the, I was literally the only guy I played with that never had to have surgery. Blessed in that, that regard. That, that's good luck right there, man. That's good luck. That's good uh, – 
That's good everything. That's, that's you taking care of yourself. Uh, I probably I, have. You know, I don't know if I took care of myself or it's just strictly luck. Yeah. I think it's strictly luck, Ryan. I think it's strictly yeah, luck. Yeah, just good injury luck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I think I had like four surgeries before I hit 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, did you have to? Did you see the guy climb the, uh, the Vegas Sphere? Did you get to get your eyes on him yeah. the other day? Uh, I didn't get to see it. I saw it on social media, and that was like the big joke. It's like, what the hell is, what is this guy doing, man? And how is he going to get down? I can't believe that he survived to tell the story. But like, nothing really surprises me. You know, like you see some of the craziest stuff. Like, yeah, you're gonna run into Todd Gurley. We saw Urban Meyer at dinner last night, but you're also gonna see some really uh, interesting. I'll go with interesting people out here in Las Vegas, man. Like one guy was just like being walked on a leash last night. And then we got a guy climbing the sphere. The sphere. It's just it's wild out here. <laughs> oh, I mean, Super Bowl out in Vegas. It's just it's just naturally going to be absolutely nuts throughout the week, and especially when we get to the day of the game, it's going to be ridiculous. But we'll uh, we'll talk about it right now. How about that? We have Chiefs versus the 49ers. I'll say this: What are your immediate immediate thoughts on this game? 49ers, you know, one and a half, two point favorites. I, I just look at the 49ers. I think they're the more balanced team. They are the the team that on paper looks better, but that does not stop a guy like Patrick Mahomes just considering he's the great equalizer, him, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid. Um, but one thing that is, is sort of less talked about this year um, with Kyle Shanahan and his offense, the amount of uh, you know downfield shots they're able to hit, how, how multiple they can be, it's different than what we've seen in the past with the Kyle Shanahan offenses that blew the 28-3 lead and lost the lead in the last Super Bowl with Jimmy G when the 49ers were playing the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, and so I played some San Francisco Futures before the season and then again during the season. And my, my whole thinking was the NFC is pretty weak this, you know, this year. Uh, San Francisco is probably the most complete team. I mean, we talk about this a lot. We talk, I mean, I love Shanahan, but, um, you know, sometimes his, sometimes so he's obviously a, a great play caller, a great play designer, but sometimes I question his in-game management. Now he's going against Andy Reid, so I think that's going to be an awesome matchup. But back to the 49ers, man, the reason I played those futures was I was thinking whoever they play in the AFC, I could just middle. I could just bet the Chiefs, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to let it ride with the 49ers. I bet Christian McCaffrey to win Super Bowl MVP because, I mean, you know this, man. Like The Chiefs have a really good pass defense. I love luxurious need. They're physical. They get after you. Trent you McDuffie run the ball stud, on the by team. the way. Oh, dude, he is an absolute stud, and, like, as an ex-DB, high school DB. Right, I get you, I get you. I'm so so jealous that he uh, gets the blitz so much, man, because he is, that dude could stick, he could tackle, but the one thing that you could do against the Chiefs is run the ball, and that's why it made no sense, like, the game plan for Baltimore. I like Baltimore in that game, thinking that they're going to be able to run the ball, because you could run the ball off tackle against the Chiefs. They give up almost six yards per carry, you know, on those particular runs. And for whatever reason, what did Baltimore have? Six rushing attempts with their running backs? Lamar really couldn't get anything going with his legs? I don't think San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan are, are, are going to do the same thing here. You know, I don't think he's going to go away from the run. We know he's not going to go away from the run because they trailed by three scores against Detroit. They were down 17, and they were still running the ball. Um, you know, I say they're a complete team. I still have some concerns about the interior of their offensive line. Of course. You could take some deep shots down the field on that secondary. But I just feel like all these guys are going to step up. And I know this is kind of like narrative-based, but with the Niners, man, if they don't win it this year, are they going to win one? Because they're going to lose some of these guys. I mean, you know, and, and some of these guys are going to get a little bit older. So I like San Francisco in the game. Uh, and I want to see Kyle Shanahan get his ring because I am a fan of his, and I still feel awful about what happened in that uh, Atlanta uh, 
the Atlanta Super Bowl, obviously. And I, I'm not <laughs> a big legacy talk guy, but legacy's on the line for Kyle Shanahan, let's be honest. Like, yep. like that, that, in the end of the day, the Chiefs, everything is written for them, right? They are. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has his two, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. They've been here four times out of six years. They've won six or, or been in six straight AFC championships. That's all written. If they lose this one, you think they can get back because they've done it so consistently. You just don't know when the 49ers are going to be able to do this again. I know that, yeah. you know, th- theoretically, uh, they can be consistent as long as they stay healthy and they can run through the NFC, but you just never know how that's going to age. This this truly is the the legacy game, in my opinion, for Kyle Shanahan to, to get him finally over that hump. Oh, yeah, and, like, imagine if he beats Andy Reid. If he beats, and, and in my opinion, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Not right. the most accomplished. That's Tom Brady. That's Although, although he's, pa- he's pacing most accomplished pretty damn well, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, and, and like people, I'm still arguing with people about this like social media post that uh, that QL put out on Instagram where I called them the greatest, and people are like, you know, hey dummy, what about Brady? And I'm, I mean, Mahomes has more playoff wins before age 30 than any quarterback in NFL history. That includes Tom Brady. Um, so, and I think Tom Brady would even tell you like Pat Mahomes is more talented than I am. I mean. Tom Brady couldn't roll to his left and throw a 50-yard dart to his right. <laughs> right. I mean, Mahomes does some – I mean, you know, he's he has some turnover-worthy plays, but, like, he's awesome, man. I mean, he's the reason that they're here. Him uh, and then, obviously, Steve Spagnola, who doesn't get enough credit. It's funny because – and I know he's a little bit older, but all these head coaches or all these defensive coordinators getting head coaching gigs or head coaching looks, like, why doesn't Spags get a look? Oh, uh, well, really I can tell sense. you as a St. Louis Rams fan – a long, yeah. a long suffering St. Louis Rams fan. He was very bad as a head coach, like very bad. <laughs> but yeah, hey, who he knows? knows who knows if he aged yeah. into being a, a good head coach at this point in his career? Though I, I guess I can agree with that sentiment. Yeah, and why would you ever want to leave? Right, you, you're working with Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes. You know, the only the only downfall or the only bad side, bad thing I would say is you do have to work with Matt Nagy. But uh, yeah, I, I I think he's got it made, man. Yeah, it feels like the magic number, though, for the 49ers to go get to is that sort of 20 to 28-point mark. Um, I yeah. think the the Chiefs actually lead NFL all-time with most games this season held, holding a team under 28 points. I think they're at, uh, they're at 20 games. Obviously, the 17-game season helps with that. But when they hold a team under under 28 points, they, I mean, they're, they're liable to win. And it, it is kind of crazy, though. This time around, it's just such a different feel with this Chiefs team, right? It's just so different than it has been. It's been offense first, the big explosive plays, Travis Kelsey getting open whatever he wants. I mean, he's still doing that from time to time. He did that a lot in the Ravens game. But this is a defense first, uh, offensive line first team that has really paced their way through this season. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I actually like the under in the game. I mean, I'm I'm fine if the Niners, you know, blow up for 35, 42 points in this game. Uh, and I cash all my futures from before the season and get rich off them. But I like the under just because of kind of like what you said, the defense. And the great luck in this game is going to be the second half under, which you could bet right now because the Chiefs, I mean, this trend right now is ridiculous, uh, especially if they're able to build a lead, you know, because of the run game too. Like like you well, said, this is a different Chiefs team. That's why I like the under in this game is because it's not like Tyree Kill, you know, running go routes down the field, catching 75-yard touchdowns. It's MVS stepping up and making a play. It's Travis Kelsey eating in the middle of the field, but I think it's going to also be a big Isaiah Pacheco game because right. San Francisco also struggles against the run. You saw a couple weeks ago what Aaron Jones was able to do, what Gibbs and Montgomery were able to do. 
I uh, I think it's going to be a big Pacheco game, so I like the under. And then the Chiefs are not able to play from behind as they once were. Like that's just not what they are at this point. Um, I, I I you know per the stats right this second, 49ers to this point in the season and then through the regular season they were first and second half scoring. Chiefs are twenty eighth. Like that that is yeah. telling to me. That's very telling to where this game could head if if the Chiefs don't try to come out in the first half and and just have their way offensively. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's I was talking about this on the show last night. Even with player props, like, you know, everybody's coming on the show and they want to play the Debo overs and the Ayuk overs. And I'm like, what I'm going to do probably, to be honest with you guys, is wait until Sunday when all these get bet up and I'm going to play some unders. I don't know how many possessions we're going to see in this game, to be honest. If they're eating clock and, you know, running the ball, both teams and the defenses are getting stops. You know what I mean? So, I don't even know, really know what to do with the props, other than my main man uh, Kyle Uzcheck. Gabe, we yep. got to go over. We got to go over just half of a reception on Kyle Uzcheck, and he's building the brand right now. Every single question I, I uh, answer right now is about his uh, wife's jacket, Taylor Swift thing. For some reason, that's like the hot topic out here for whatever reason. Well, she got the she got the the licensing from the NFL. She's one of the few to ever I mean, be able awesome. to do that. It's awesome. She's talented as all hell. Um, I was like, what do we call it though? Is it, is it a jacket? I guess it's just a jacket, a jersey jacket. They need a, they need like an awesome name for it, but those things are ridiculously cool. I wish I had the money to grab now, one of those. You should see the prices for some oh, of the apparel out here, man, like $700 for a Super Bowl jacket. And, and her jackets <laughs> go for a lot. She only makes them for celebrities. So I would imagine they're pretty yeah. expensive. Um, yeah. Now let me, let me, so I, 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 I am a little hesitant to bring this up because I think we give a lot of credit to the 49ers for their their skill position players, and that's why Brock Purdy doesn't get a lot of credit. But are they almost underrated? Are they almost underrated? George Kittle, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I mean, Jawan Jennings is even a very good blocking wide receiver who can catch a ball downfield if you want him to. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's unbelievable as well. And then Kyle Juszczyk is easily the best H-back, fullback in the league. I don't don't even think there's a question about that. I, I know we give them a lot of credit, but do we underrate them almost? I think we do a little bit. And I don't think people realize, like, they're a physical, tough football team. That's, this is what I told George Kittle's agent at the, uh, at the roulette table last night. I was like, I think he's I, – I think if he – all right, Kelsey's going to be considered – Kelsey's the greatest tight end, or, or you could go Gronk. Pass I catching – or you could call him pa- greatest pass catching tight end of all time. I think, right. I think that's fair. I mean, I mean, Kelsey's breaking Jerry Rice's yes. record. So I think we've kind of got to go with him, or if you're a Gronk guy, I get that. But George Kittle is the best blocking tight end, in my opinion, in the NFL. Like, it's, he could block it's, like it's Mercedes nuts, Lewis. It's nuts. It's it, it, honestly almost better than Mercedes Lewis. And like, he's perfect for those zone schemes that, that Shanahan always wants to run. He's perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. Debo Samuel, also a really tough dude. Playing through that shoulder injury. Like, I think that injury is a lot worse than people are even talking about. Um, and he's playing through an injury. Brandon Ayuk. How about Brandon Ayuk? Like, man, a couple of years ago, he was in the Kyle Shanahan doghouse. Remember, he was yep. in no targets. I think there was a game where he ran like 12 routes only. Now, he's, he's going to be he's one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. Um, use check, awesome, could fill many different roles. And that's the thing, man. Like, all these guys are pretty unselfish, it appears, too, because there's only one ball and you got to distribute it to so many different dudes. You know what I mean? Like, they just have guys that fit perfect roles. Debo is your zone beater. Brandon Ayuk could beat man defense. McCaffrey, like, is a nightmare matchup, not only on the ground, but there's not many linebackers that could cover him or safeties. There, I, I would say that we underrate the Niners. And I think the reason that we do it, though, is just the postseason failures. But we also got to remember, man, like, 
They may have beat the Eagles last year in the NFC Championship game if they had a quarterback that could yep. throw a forward pass. No Josh Johnson? Josh Johnson didn't do no, it for no. you? No, yeah. and then he got hurt. <laughs> yes. I, I just get – I back to the George Kittle thing as a blocking tight end. Yeah. It just blows me away to see, even against the Lions a couple weeks ago, like just throwing Aiden Hutchinson directly on his back. I, like uh, Gronk used to be able to do some of that stuff, but not at the same level as George Kittle. Like as an all-around tight end, I'm sorry. I know people may still lean to Kelsey for this. I think he's the best all-around tight end in the NFL, and I don't know if there's really yeah. that close of a second. Completely agree. Kelsey I almost see as like a wide receiver, especially this season, because the only other guy that could you know, be consistent on that team is uh, Rasheed Rice. So I, I completely agree. And and I, I almost wonder if it's like an Iowa thing. That was the other joke that oh, I had yeah. for this guy last night because he also represents Sam Laporta. And I'm like, what do you, like, have residency in, in Iowa, in, De, in Des Moines, Iowa, or Iowa City? And uh, But, man, I mean, like, because Laporta's good, but he can't even block like George Kittle. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if I'm a GM, you know, if I'm an owner, I'm probably only drafting my tight ends from Iowa. TJ Hawkinson, like Noah Fant in the same year in the first round, too. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like every year. Well, and know, and know, like know what's crazy years. about that, though, Ryan? How does their offense suck so badly at Iowa? And obviously exactly. we can could, we could blame, blame Bryant Ferentz all we want. But still, you have all that talent, all the – I mean, the, the guys that just thrive in the NFL way more than they do at Iowa. How does your offense – I mean, it's consistently at the bottom of, of college football every year. Makes no sense. Right. Well, I, I got to go to the quarterback position. You know, when you're starting Spencer Petras and, <laughs> uh, you know, kid I played with, Jake Christensen, and yeah. you're starting. I mean, you spend all that money on uh, the dude that they brought in this year from Michigan, Cade McNamara, and he, <laughs> he got hurt. hurt and, yep. and even before he got hurt, he stunk. And, like, he was kind of an ass in his press conferences and, like, way too cocky. Remember, remember he was talking about how they were going to average 35 points per game or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. And they couldn't even average the 17 or whatever it was to keep Brian's job. I, I think Iowa just has to and, – and, like, Kirk is a great coach, in my opinion, but I think that they, they just need to go younger, man. And they got to get somebody in there that has a clue because that is it, – it's not even, like, funny anymore, to be honest with you, like, watching that offense. And I'm from the Midwest, and so I love Big Ten football. And we always joke, you know, obviously not great quarterback play usually, not really electric offenses other than Michigan and Ohio State. But, man, I mean, that's that's a tough watch every single season. Yeah, talking with Ryan Horvat at Ryan Horvat, just one T on X from BetMGM tonight. He's also an Odyssey Sports betting insider. We'll get to your player props in a second, but I want to transition this back to Travis Kelsey. I find it interesting. Having the, the Chiefs be in the AFC Championship six years in a row, they've made the Super Bowl four years in a row. It feels like this is the first time this year where people are finally talking about how he runs or doesn't run routes. Um, he is very much a guy who just sits in zones, and him and Patrick Mahomes just have a great synergy. And it feels like people are finally talking about it this time around. He's not a route runner. Like, I think people need to understand that about Travis Kelsey. What, what he's done at, in his career – um, it's not because he's some unbelievable route runner. He's just a very, very smart player. And I think that's what's made him the best pass-catching tight end of all time. But it's strange to see this is finally sort of the first conversations that people are really having at large about that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he even talked about that on the podcast with his brother. He was like, I just blend in with the trees, baby, because, I mean, he could just, like, find that little space if you're playing zone defense, if you're playing man defense. He's just such a smart player. He has such a good relationship with Pat Mahomes. That's why when it's like we talk about him retiring, him getting older because he didn't have the regular, you know, a great regular season this year. It's like, why would he retire though? He could continue to win rings. 
build a Hall of Fame legacy and play with Pat Mahomes, and he seems like he's having a bunch of fun doing it. And when it comes to the playoffs, he's, he's, a, he's a gamer, man, and he's just a smart player, but I agree. He's not an excellent route runner. Um, he's just he's just gets open somehow. I don't really, I don't I also don't really understand it though to be honest with you, Gabe. Like, I, I mean, they have one dude this year, really. I yep. mean, like, you got to put two dudes on Travis Kelsey. How, how is he always so wide open? I get that he's you're not going to shut down Travis Kelsey, but how does he have like eleven catches on eleven targets? You know what I mean? At what yes. point do you make an adjustment? Well, well, it's it, that's the thing, though, Ryan. Like that's where where we where we get into this conversation. It's like you can't make an adjustment. You really can't. You just have to have someone, a linebacker, a safety who's sticky to him. That's what you have to have. Derwin James did it well for a while with the Chargers, and that's why the Chargers always played with the Chiefs relatively well, sort of in the Justin Herbert era at the very least. But like, I, I just look around the NFL, and it, it, this is why I don't really, as much as I love Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. I mean, I think they're the best linebacking core in the NFL. I just saw oh, yeah. I just saw probably one B or or the second best linebacking core in the NFL get absolutely torched by Travis Kelsey and Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. That's why I still like as much as I like those guys, I have some questions about them being able to be sticky enough to hold him down. Well, and look what happened last week against Sam Laporta. I was the dummy that bet Sam Laporta under five and a half receptions. He had six <laughs> going into halftime. Right. I mean that's the thing, and that's a good point. Like maybe there are just no adjustments that you can make. Like, what are you going to do? Put a DB on Travis? Well, Kelsey, the, you know what the ad- the adjustment is, Ryan. Get pre- get pressure on Patrick Mahomes so they don't have time to go exploit your zones. Yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that's like yeah. the, that's sort of the biggest key to the game for the 49ers on the defensive side of the ball. You got to get Nick Bosa and Chase Young and um, you know Javon Hargrave and all those guys home. You have to. You have no choice, and you have to keep Patrick Mahomes in the pocket, and that's that's just yeah. that's that's copy and paste for any team that plays him. Yeah, which is obviously, like you said, nearly impossible. And but I do, I mean, I agree. I mean, because uh, Laporta cooked Fred Warner, Andre Greenlaw, and uh, that that really surprised me because they're both so good in coverage. You saw what Greenlaw did the week before uh, in the divisional round against Green Bay. He had those two big interceptions. I agree. Those guys are awesome, but sometimes, man, like you just you can't stop it. It's like it's like last year, like I'll, like in the NBA playoffs. To use a quick comp, Drew Holiday's been the best on-ball perimeter defender in the league for it, the last couple of years, but Jimmy Butler just went on, on you know Michael it, Jordan mode and just cooked them. It's good offense beating good defense, and we see that in all sports, especially in yep. football. Now, I want to get your picks. We only have a few minutes left here in this conversation. Let me hear your pick on the game. I think you already said 49ers, but let me hear your props and if you have any cute bets that you that you're placing on the side. You know, like the the uh, Gatorade oh, color, yeah. anything like that. All right, so Gatorade color, <laughs> we are going to go with red. Okay, um, rock on. I, I'm gonna. I got the Niners in the game. I didn't bet the Niners in the game right now. Uh, they're two point favorites. If I was going to bet the Niners, I would only bet the money line. If I was going to bet the Chiefs, I would say wait. But there's no reason to wait. You're probably just going to want to grab the two, the two and a half, whatever best price that you could find right now. It's sitting at two here at BetMGM as I look up at the board minus one ten. I don't think we're going to get back to three. Um, but I'm just going to stick with my futures. I like San Francisco, and I'll probably end up betting a little bit of money on the money line. I like the under in the game. I like uh, Kyle Juszczyk to have one reception in the game. That's that's all we need. It yep. opened at minus 110. Now it's all the way out to minus 175. I also like Juszczyk to have over three and a half receiving yards. He's eclipsed this every time he's played the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think he's going to be involved. I like Brock Purdy. Over 11 and a half rushing yards, as I look, that's moved up a little bit to 13. I still like it. I think Brock Purdy's going to have to use his legs. 
I also think Pat Mahomes is going to have to use his legs as well. Problem is that number continues to go up all the way up to 28 and a half. So I'm going to take the longest rush for Patrick Mahomes, uh, which I think is at 16 and a half right now. I think both quarterbacks are going to use their legs. Uh, I like George Kittle receiving yards, and I like George Kittle receptions. Little concern though. Uh, again, I hate, I'm not trying to be name dropping guy because I played, uh, you know, at a table with, with right. an agent. But he, he's like, I was like, what do you think about Kittle's overs tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. And I was like, that's not, that's not really encouraging. <laughs> and he's like, well, he's a little bit beat up right now. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I like Debo Samuel uh, rushing yards too. I think we're going to get like a jet sweep. I, I think it's going to be a big Debo game. And I think I think Kittle's going to ball out uh, for the Chiefs. I like Isaiah Pacheco over 16 and a half rushing attempts. I do think that they're going to have to run the ball against San Francisco, and I think they're going to be able to. I didn't take the rushing yards. I just like the attempts. I think it's going to be a ground and pound type game. And Edward Zolaire only had one carry last week, so I don't know what's going on with him. Well, I hope everybody got that. But, Ryan, I appreciate it, man. It'll be our <laughs> last talk for a while. So uh, enjoy yourself this weekend, and we'll uh, we'll catch up at some point soon. Yeah, we'll talk some hoops, man. I Hopefully I can pop, I'll pop on. We can talk some March Madness. Hopefully Memphis gets their stuff together for me. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Thanks for having me, Gabe. It's been yes, a great sir. season, man. Yes, sir. That's Ryan Horvat. Uh, the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. He is on X at Ryan Horvat, just one T. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.